The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. Our generation has been mesmerized by megachurches. As I've had the privilege to be in churches of all sizes, I have observed that so many times people equate the largeness of a church with its effectiveness. Uh, my mentor, Pastor Clarence Sexton, said years ago that the greatness of a church is not in its size, but in its likeness to Jesus Christ. I believe that. It's not in largeness. It is in its likeness to Jesus Christ. Now, we're journeying with Jesus through Mark chapter 16, and this is the, the launching chapter, if you will, for the first century church because the risen Christ is setting in motion now things for this primitive church, for this first church. And uh, it's a powerful chapter. There's so much truth here. We could spend literally uh, weeks studying this one chapter of the Bible, and I hope you'll meditate on it for yourself. Uh, but let me just talk to you for a few moments today about the size of the church Christ uses. It's interesting that this first church was very small. Uh, we, we do not know really the size of any of the New Testament churches. If I ask you, how large was the church at Philippi? Or what size was the church at Thessalonica? Or how many believers were there in Rome? We don't know. Uh, I, I'm not advocating that churches should stay small. I believe a church with a vision and a passion is going to launch out and reach people. And we ought to desire to grow and to touch the world. But a small church with a big Christ can change the world. Remember, God measures differently than we do. You'll remember in Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 18, God refers to four dimensions. Do you remember that portion of Scripture? The breadth, the length, the depth, and height, and to know the love of God which passeth knowledge. Breadth, length, depth, height. Four dimensions. Now, if you study, you'll find that in our world, typically things are always measured in a three-dimensional way. It's beautiful here to see that God, who thinks higher than we do, measures in a four-dimensional way. In other words, He's looking at it from angles we never thought about. So let's look at four dimensions of this church in Mark chapter 16, uh, this church that Christ used to change the world. First of all, what was the depth of this church? Well, the depth of the church was found in verse number 14. Uh, when Jesus abraded them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. The thing that first had to happen, the, the foundation had to be laid, and the foundation was a foundation of faith. The depth of a church is not depth of knowledge, it's depth of faith. I wonder, are we a believing people? Are we living in faith? You remember their message is going to be, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Believe the gospel. Well, let me ask you a question. If the heart of the gospel is believing, how can we preach it and not live it? How can we expect lost people to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ when we're not even operating on the, on the principle of faith ourselves? So if you want to measure your church, measure it first of all by its depth of faith. Are we rooted in Christ? Are we rooted in the Word of God? Root out all unbelief. That's strength in a church. And then not only their depth is seen here, but their length is seen here. In the next verse, verse 15, He said unto them, Go ye 
into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. What is the length of the church? The length of the church is to every creature. It is literally to all the world. Someone says, well, we have a church and, and we're just really interested in our community. Well, you certainly should be interested in your community. That's your Jerusalem. But if your interest stops in your community, then your interest is not Christ's interest because Christ's heart is for the whole world. And I love this beautiful truth to every creature. Do you know what that is? No prejudice. No limits. We're reaching. Literally, we're stretching and straining to reach to every creature to make sure that all people have heard the message of Jesus Christ. These are divine dimensions. What's the size of the church Christ uses? It's a church that has depth and a depth of faith. It's a church that has length. That length is reaching to every creature. And then it's a church that has height. What's the height of the church? Oh, listen to verse number 19. It's as high as God is. The Bible says, So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, He was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. What a beautiful picture of Jesus sitting there at the right hand of the Father praying for us in heaven. The height of the church is as high as heaven. We are not bound by earthly things. We have an advocate praying for us. We have access to all of heaven's supply. So would you like to measure your church? It's not measured by the bank account and the resources of men. It is measured rather by its prayerfulness and its access to all of God's resources in glory. The depth is faith. The length is to every creature. The height is all the way to heaven. And then what's the breadth of the church? In verse number 20, the Bible says, And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. The breadth of the church is this, everywhere. It's as broad as God's love. Our arms are open to all people because God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Bible says who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God loves all people and Christ died for every man. That means the church should be reaching to all people everywhere with the love of God. It's not only as broad as God's love, it's as broad as God's power. In these same verses in Mark chapter 16, you see the disciples protected from demons and uh, from serpents and from poison and from wicked people. Friends, as we go with the gospel, God promises to go with us and to keep us and to protect us. For who hath despised the day of small things? Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 says, It seems in Scripture that the Lord loves to use little things. Faith is a grain of mustard seed, a widow's mite, a young boy's lunch. Christ even compared His work in this world to one pearl of great price hidden in a field. Not a large field, just a little pearl. He came to a small place on the map called Bethlehem Ephrata, a little place. The Savior's heart was always for little ones. Suffer the little children to come unto me. And Christ always loves to use little things to accomplish big things. Do you know why? Because in so doing, He alone gets the glory. That doesn't mean large churches cannot be used. It simply means they're not being used because they're large. The measurement of a church is not in the math. The Lord Jesus Christ began with 11 men in the opening chapters of the book of Acts. That's a small church. But in a very short period of time, they were saying that these 11 men had turned the world upside down. Acts 17 verse 6. By the time the book ends, there are countless thousands of disciples. The power of a small church, the power of a large church, the power of any church is in who it belongs to. 
Not its buildings or its resources or its crowds, but Christ alone. Discover the secrets of Christ's church, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Friend, I tell you, a small church can change the world. Any size church has a big God. I love this phrase, and we're going to come back to it and study it all, all its own. But there's a phrase in verse 20 that says, The Lord working with them. The bigness of the church is not us. It's not what we can do. The bigness and the greatness and the beauty of any church is a big God in us. It is not the power of man. It is the power of Christ in us. Whatever size church you're in, remember this. The words of 1 Samuel 14, 6. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. Stop measuring like the world does. Man's measurement is always off. We never measure the way God measures. He has a different plumb line, a different ruler altogether. What are the divine dimensions? Well, He measures the depth of the church by the depth of our faith. He measures the length of the church by whether we're reaching to every creature. He measures the height of the church by whether we're praying and believing Him for all of heaven's resources. And He measures the breadth of the church by the breadth of God's love and God's power demonstrated in and through the local assembly. Let's take Mark 16 and pray that this will be the kind of church we're a part of and that it will begin with us. May the Lord help us to be the church He can use to reach the world. It has been a privilege to study the Scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today. Thank you.